What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Yvonne of the Ordained Love Podcast. In this week's episode, we kick it off with an amazing interview with two good friends of ours, Dawn and Ken Bridget. Dawn and Ken discuss the evolution of marriage with us, and they give us great tips on how to do marriage in a successful way. So whether you're in a love relationship, marriage relationship, or just a friendship, stay tuned to this amazing episode of the Ordained Love Podcast. Today we are joined by two phenomenal guests. We first met this young man and this young woman. Um, I would I wouldn't even call it by happenstance. I just think when God has a plan, he has a plan. And when mm-hmm. he couldn't he's ready yeah. to connect you, he will connect you. So the way that we connected was through a photo shoot. But mm-hmm. we through that photo shoot, there was just something about this couple that really drew drew our interest, drew our attention to them. And we wanted to uh, make that connection uh, last and we wanted to grow that connection. And that ultimately led them here on the podcast with us. So welcome, Kenneth and Dawn Bridget. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yes. <laughs> Now, yeah. Kenneth and Don, like I said, you know, we 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 do things pretty relaxed on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we met you guys through um, Kenneth's um, business, his photo business. And then Miss Dawn, I met you um, through the photo business when we were uh, conceptualizing what our photo shoot was going to be. But through that um that photo shoot, we just uh, heard a little bit about your story, about your journey and how you guys are huge faith people. Uh, we, we love your relationship. It was very obvious. You guys came to the shoot together. Miss Dawn made me feel like a superstar. She was like, right? yeah, I think <laughs> that's one of the main things that I, that I saw that I really picked up on was just the teamwork, yeah. you know? The teamwork mm-hmm. was just yeah. amazing. You know, he was the clipping the shot. She was like, hold up. Wait, yep, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Yeah. She was like, let me get the music yeah. going. Like, Making sure the, the right, missus right. is all right. Right, right. She made sure my forehead wasn't too greasy, which I probably <laughs> wish she was here right now because, you know, my forehead would probably just as greasy. <laughs> and, and so that their 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 flow and their, um, their rhythm was dynamic. And you guys just really stood out to us as a couple. Mm-hmm. You guys, to me, I feel like you guys are game changers. You guys are a couple that other couples can look at and say, it is possible. And so Mm -hmm. we wanted to, um, we are so glad that you guys have honored us by being the first guest on our podcast. Amen. Amen. First guest that we (laughs) have had on the podcast. And so I want you to tell um, our listeners a little bit about yourselves, um, who you are, where you're from, and what it is that you do. Wow. Wow. Well, first of all, let me say um, we are so excited to be here. And, um, you know, our, our our business, which we call it a ministry, really, you know, we'll, we'll probably get more into that story. Um, it, it really has allowed us an opportunity to meet a lot of people. You know, we were youth pastors for, uh, what, nine, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then God shifted us into the marketplace. And um, to some people that really didn't make any sense, but I mean, the truth is we we were able through the business to meet and impact more people than we ever could have from behind a pulpit, hands down. Mm-hmm. And so uh, sometimes uh, we do come across some people, man, that 
you know, we just really connect with. And you guys happen to be one of those couple, you know, we're really simple people. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. we, <laughs> we're not that complicated. We're really simple people, man. And, and we're real people. We try to be, you know, just as authentic. And, um, you know, when we met you guys, it was just real and your love was real and the chemistry was real and uh, servicing you guys. It, it was it was easy. It really was. So first of all, thank you for allowing us to come here. And uh, we're excited about what you guys are going to do. Um, as far as us, man, I mean, he's from Delray and I'm from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you want to throw that out there first? <laughs> Shout out to Delray Beach. <laughs> Delray Beach, Florida, stand up. She said he's yeah. from Nazareth and I'm from Jerusalem. Oh, right, right. Exactly. 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 But where do we meet? At one of those parks um, on Sunday, how everybody used to regroup up and um, we met the third yeah. Sunday that I um, went to, I met Ken. Yeah, and, that, and it was in where, what city? That's what I'm trying to make you say. No, Delray Beach. No, no, Delray. What are you about to say? Something good. Come out of Nazareth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, man, we we've been together now. Uh, shoot, twenty seven years, mm-hmm. and uh, we just celebrated our twentieth uh, wedding anniversary uh, back in uh, September of last That's year. Awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. and um, you know it's. Uh, our story is like you mentioned, man. We're 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 people of faith. Um, you know, we have uh, we've overcome a lot. We've had to endure a lot. And um, you know, one thing I, I tell you, uh, we are far from perfect. You know, we we just not. Um, but it's just some way somehow, man. God makes it work with us. Mm-hmm. You know. And so even in those photo shoots and stuff like that, listen, y'all, y'all say we can be real because I want to be authentic, absolutely, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I don't even know. We we might have been fighting that day of fuzzing it off <laughs> before the photo shoot. I don't know. But but <laughs> I'm keeping it real. But you know, when it's time for us to come together, it's mm-hmm. like somehow mm-hmm. her and I, we just uh we, we 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 do it and it just it turned into magic and that's been the case with ministry and business mm-hmm. and um you know it just but we give god all the glory yes and uh but we take it one day at a time man so you know what we're business people we're entrepreneurs we're ministers and um like i said we're just real people well you know, that, here, that's our here on the um the podcast one of the reasons why we we started this podcast was because we wanted to um, kill those uh, stereotypes uh, mm-hmm. about and and not and and actually really bring a different narrative mm-hmm. to the conversations that are already out there about Christian marriage and mm-hmm. what that looks like. And so for mm-hmm. for for us, uh, the ordained love, it's uh, it's not us saying that okay, God chooses this person for you to be with, and this is mm-hmm. your soulmate, and you're mm-hmm. ordained to be with them. It's mm-hmm. more like saying, look, God has laid out. A, a a biblical framework, framework mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. love relationships, whether mm-hmm. that's marriage or mm-hmm. sister to sister, brother to brother, parent, whatever mm-hmm. relation, mm-hmm. God has laid mm-hmm. out a framework mm-hmm. for our relationships. Um, can you guys talk about how that ordained love framework, how has that shaped uh your relationship um throughout the years? How has God's framework for how you are supposed to relate to Dawn and how Dawn is supposed to relate to you. How has that fit in or shaped your guys' relationship over the years? Well, I'll, I'll say this, and because I know my wife has a lot to say about this, uh, and I want to kind of just set the stage. Mm-hmm. For, for us, um, and I think with most 
if not all of our godly relationships, the key to it is God, we have to honor God and his word first, right? Mm -hmm. And then everything else falls follows down through that. And so for us, you know, we, we've been together 27 years and it's many days that her and I, we look at each other like it ain't nobody but the Lord <laughs> that kept us together because no matter how far off we get and problems, the issues and all that stuff, it, it seems like because I have a relationship with God and because she has a relationship with God, he's able to pull it back together. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> As for me, um, you know, Ken is more in the forefront. I'm always pretty much through the ministry, through the photography, I've been behind the scenes and I've learned to adjust. Sometimes it can get kind of shaky because you're felt, I, you know, feeling left out, mm -hmm. you know, and how God is still allowing me to still withstand and, and still, um, as far as my marriage, still be loving. In the end, I, I kind of got frustrated and, and asked God, what about me? Mm -hmm. You know, what about me that I, I I felt left out and to be able to tell women, you know, you do endure for a time of God soon. He'll elevate you up and mm. time throughout the marriage True. where he, he, he may put me in the forefront, start adding me, adding things to me mm -hmm. where it doesn't. That's how you're able to still to more years to come, you know, in the marriage. Mm. You, you got to be able to. Mm to withstand you know yeah, it's 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 um i don't i know how you were saying it, it god has a, a framework but i think we all have to understand what we're 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 learning that framework as we go you know what i mean mm -hmm. i don't i don't know you know when i look at it we just celebrated 20 years and you know my wife she's a gorgeous looking woman but she's old but my wife just turned 52 and i'll be 50 when we got together, I was 21, she was 26. Mm -hmm. And so now 20, 25 years later, it's like we're completely different people. We're learning each other again, but that foundation of God is still the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like I said, that's where the framework, that's the, the foundation for us, where we can always go back to him. And then as we're tr transitioning through different parts of life, he's the glue ultimately. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, yeah. you guys have anything you want to add to that? Well, I just I just wanted to get a little bit more specific with Miss mm -hmm. um, Dawn with your answer. Um, mm -hmm. Can you give our mm -hmm. listeners an example of what that looks like? So when you say my husband's in because let's keep it real. Many wives feel that way, Miss Dawn, like mm -hmm. many wives feel that. Now, I don't know that feeling, Miss Dawn. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. I'm like the opposite. I'm like, no, I, I, think... I feel I feel your pain, Miss Dog. Me, me and you like this. You know, sometimes it goes like that. It may be like you guys that started off, you know, he's he's he like me. He's and he's the man. And it could get a little, you know, to I'm like, Lord, what am I, you know, to do? I'm, you know, sometimes I get tired, you know, with him. I get tired of the people with ministry, which is true. You know, you get tired in the ministry with yeah. um, certain ones and he not listening to you because mm -hmm. I'm telling him, hey, listen here, how to address this or, you know, whatever like that and feeling left out. So, you know, well, let's, let's dive think, into you know, that. Let's I'll dive <laughs> into that because I don't want to I don't want to rush past that. What do we do? I am a newly married 
young person, right? Christian mm -hmm. or non, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to be so naive to think that only Christians listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm a young newlywed and I, my husband may have a business or he may have a ministry or whatever he's in, but he's in the forefront. He's pretty much the, the, the face that people see when they think about our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel left out. What mm -hmm. is my process? What what can that process look like if I want to successfully navigate that season of my life until I get to that season where God says, OK, I'm going to add gifts to you. I'm going to open up opportunities for you. And mm -hmm. then you're going to be the the head or the, the leader in this particular venture or this particular area of whatever it is you two guys are involved in. What does that process look like? How do I not become bitter and resentful towards my husband, God, and whatever it is that my husband has going on? I'm going to tell Great you question. one, one thing question. that kept me, my prayer life. Mm -hmm. We were in our home. We were there for 13 years, how God strategically one-on-one um, -on -one with me from different levels in my prayer life, things that I didn't know. I didn't go to man. I went to him and he taught me in my home. I got the the baptism of the 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 um tongues. I was home. God said, I want you to stay home today. And I told Ken, I said, don't get mad. I was I was working then, but I, I say I'm not going in to work. And that day I spent time and each 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 day, God elevated. That's how I would stand. He elevated me every day, prayer life talking and and um ken would work and come home but that was my I, i'm gonna just say that was my job being home doing that because mm -hmm. um what since 2008 i haven't had a job i had a job while when i first got saved but god said i want you to leave it's time to leave mm -hmm. and he one-on-one -on -one strategically grew me up wow. real life and from then um, that was during the ministry time. Mm -hmm. And then with the um, photography, it all changed because we worked together in home, mm -hmm. you know, and that we were able to grow spiritually and um, business wise, being business owners. I, I think, too, if, if I can just add uh, my, my wife, she has the, the ministry of helps. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we don't we don't put value as much value on the, those gifts as we do the others, we think, all right, if, I, if you're not out in front with a microphone and all that stuff, then your gift is less valid than someone who has a gift, mm -hmm. a ministry of helps. And so, you know, for me, um, you know, I have been very fortunate because, you know, even though, like I said, for, for a large part, part of our life, she's paid the back, black background, but she's also in this part, many people don't see, you know, she, she created stages for me to be able to step out. Mm -hmm. on you know what i mean right, and so right, people right. look i don't i don't pick out my own she told me to put this shirt on today you know what i'm saying so they, they see that good. but they I don't love the coordination right right so she uh so the, the point i'm making is that um i think i think you were saying from a practical standpoint you know how do we how do we endure that without you know, getting bitter. I think the first thing is you have to understand that if you're in a position where you may be in a supportive role, that that is very valuable. And you need to first understand that that in itself is a gift. Mm -hmm. 
to be able to underguard, to be able to take, take, you know, take, take, take the, the background, if you will, to be able to shadow and have the support and all those different things. That's a gift because I mean, you know, for, for again, you know, I'm just trying to give her accolades right now, but you know, she has a gift of being able to create a home and a comfortable environment. That's a gift. I can go out there and stand on the stage all day, but if I got to come home and don't have a place where I can sit down and it's clean and and all the, that, those things have value. So I think for for those that may have been in that season for a season where they were behind, first embrace that gift, embrace that place. And then I think the other part is, um, in my job, which I, I think I've done better, but I still need to improve is really helping her understand that I appreciate that gift. Right. So she has to appreciate it. And then I also have to show the appreciation that way we, we eliminate it because it, it, it we need both. We need mm-hmm. both. I, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if, if, you know, like you were saying with the photo shoot. You know, people see the end. They see the pictures, right? Yeah, they see that. Yeah, but yeah. what they didn't didn't see was the time where she was making you feel comfortable and patting your head and mm-hmm. and showing the mirror and all the all of that is necessary for the experience. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's so, what for me. That's what really made, made the, the experience. experience. Yeah, Don right. turned on the music. I, I don't have like... a pro- <laughs> problem with servitude. I, I've done that from day one. I, I right. always make sure people come comfortable, but. I'm gonna say this. I did. I used to get mad at him, and I'm just <laughs> get mad at him with the ministry because he, he he used to forget about me some of the time, you know. And you'd be so focused on um with the youth and 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 the demands, you know, being a youth pastor, even with the photography, you know. And we'll get into that where God has transitioned us from the photography to something else. Mm-hmm. But there, there has been a time when I say, Lord, you better get him. <laughs> you know what? That's I, actually I'm a tired. really good. <laughs> that's I'm actually tired. a really good uh, lesson for for men, because I kind of I kind of done that too. Where I've been in situations where kind of God has given me a platform, and it's like uh, you know I thank God for everything and blah blah blah, and I kind of do my thing, and then mm-hmm. later on she's like you know feeling some salt kind of way, like what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Like it was an amazing night, right. not really, you know, right. not realizing right. that. I gave everybody their accolades and then I did not mention her once. You no, know, he's done that. He's right. done that. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't no. intentionally do it. You don't intentionally do it, but you have done that until yeah. I was like, Joker, you know. You know, because like you said, Nate, yeah. I mean, I think you just, you get caught in in executing on what you got to do. And sometimes you do, you, 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 you don't appreciate the people that are closest to you. And um, I'm guilty. Not all the time, but I am. It's it's not, it's not that you don't appreciate. It's just that you, like you said, you get so focused that you just doing the work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I appreciate you. Right. 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 The person would love to hear that, especially Mm -hmm. in the uh, in in the environment where other people are listening. Like the only way they're going to know I exist is if you say something. And yeah, that used to that used to that used to kind of get me. I used to feel uh, (laughs) convicted a lot about that. So I try to be a little bit more mindful whenever God does give me some sort of a platform to remind everybody, yo, if it wasn't for this lady right here. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you we hear it all the time. You know, she's mm-hmm. my backbone. You know, we hear it mm-hmm. all the time. But yeah. I think it is important for 
for us not to. And I always get Nate his kudos because I ain't, I cannot friend. I'll be like, y'all, I'm a hot mess. Nate did this, Nate did that, Nate did this. Like, she is really I, good. I this missions trip, right? Ooh. This is like the first time where I noticed that I had the opportunity to go to this missions trip to Liberia, right? Uh-huh. So Nate turned into like a mommy eagle. Like, he was just, <laughs> he was, I was like, you got your immunizations. Your doctor's appointment is at this time. You went wow. down here getting it. Uh-huh. And just every little thing, I didn't have to, to worry about anything. And mm-hmm. I think from that experience, we learned that those two roles really change mm-hmm. depending on the project that we're working on, mm-hmm. whatever it is that That's we're good. doing, especially like in the home, right? Like, okay, if I'm making dinner, Nate's helping with homework. You know, mm-hmm. if, 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 if Nate's cleaning, then I'm tending to the boy, you know, or mm-hmm. doing the grocery shopping. If I do the grocery shopping, when I come home, he's cleaning the refrigerator out. So we learn from that experience you, that those two roles right. change. And right. the best way to, to make sure we get back to the finish line is just like getting where you fit in, you know, getting mm-hmm. where you fit in yeah. because then then we can look at each other and go, you got me. I got you. You got me. Yeah. I got you. And you know what needs right. to be done. Right. Right. So right. Instead right. Of, I, I, I've right. learned to, instead of, um, cause sometimes you can keep on, it's been many years and certain things can still do. And I just like, Lord, I ain't going to say nothing. Let me just go <laughs> on and do it. Let me just go on and get it out the way, Not you bad. know, because I'm, I need to, I'm learning to use more wisdom now, right. you know, right. because the more if I fuss, all they're gonna do is make it maybe matter, you know, and uh, get get. Look, I'm 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 almost fifty. What you see now he is what you get. <laughs> he said, "Lord, I, I'm not even gonna go that route today," you know. So I think I think in uh, just kind of piggyback what you were saying, Ivana. I think too, um, when you when you're equally balanced, I think it does have a way of of you you kind of shift, you know. Because I remember my wife, uh, you know, a couple months ago in October, she had to have a major surgery. And when she had to have that surgery, um, it was overwhelming, you know, what she was going through, just mentally, emotionally, which is overwhelming. And I, I found and, and prior to that, she would always be the one to go to make sure I go to the doctor and all those different things and all. Of, but when she got sick, I found myself. Like when we go to the doctor's appointment, I'm like, no, you sit there. I'm I'm at the desk. Like, okay, he, she's here. What do we need? Where do we need to go? And it's mm-hmm. like, like I said, instinctively, mm-hmm. those roles shift because I knew at that time she wasn't able to walk in that strength that she normally would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, you know, I don't, I can't say I would always been able to do that, but you know, I think that's part of the relationship and the balance where after a while, instead of instead a good relationship is not two people being strong all the time. It's it's people understanding I'm going to I'm going to compliment your weakness. Mm-hmm. Right. And being sensitive enough to see, OK, this is where the weakness is. And like she said, instead of me saying, well, boom, I want you to do it. I want you to I want you to be strong, be strong, be strong. Just accept. All right. Listen, this area, there's weakness. And instead, for the sake of peace, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because we have to keep the relationship. You know what I mean? It's not about being right. It's about right. keeping peace. And when I heard you say that, you know what I heard? It's about keeping peace so that the so that the us can live. 
That's right? it. That, come because on, that's a good one. Because we don't have the peace, mm -hmm. the right. us dies. And, yeah. and, and what that looks like is people, and what that looks like is people, two ships, what they say, two ships passing in the night. You're in right. the same house, but you're like two ships passing in the night. Right. What that sounds like is I, I, we grew apart. Mm -hmm. No, you didn't grow apart. You stopped um, covering and eliminating that person's weakness. So mm -hmm. I want to ask you guys, what does uh, faith, what role does faith play? Because let's keep it real. There are people out here who say, I hear what you're saying, guys. Mm -hmm. And that sounds great. And that sounds lovely. But my husband or my wife been dealing with the same weakness for 20 years. What role does faith play? And I want to hear your answer. And I'll and I'll come be we'll come behind you and speak to it a little bit. But right. what what role do you think or how what do you feel that faith plays in that? Because it takes faith to look at an imperfect individual mm -hmm. and say, I see your weakness and I know your weakness needs to change. Mm -hmm. But I am going to still believe that somewhere along the line we'll you know what i'm saying we will find a way to overcome it or you will find a way to overcome it now we joke about the the, the underwear on the floor but those mm -hmm. are all small issues mm -hmm. you know there are people out there that says i love my spouse i don't want to divorce my spouse but my spouse has been an alcoholic for 20 years of our marriage mm -hmm. yeah you know or or whatever my spouse has anger issues and 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 it's been good sometimes it'll be good and then you know they'll just fly off the handle now i'm i'm not talking about endorsing physical abuse right, right, mm -hmm, but right. what role do you guys feel that faith plays in the ability to look at my partner's weakness and say okay i'm still going to stay in this thing and, and want to cover your weaknesses right because mm -hmm. it gets to a point where you'd be like look you ain't never gonna change you right, know right so right. well maybe what maybe <laughs> the last Two years, me and Ken, we was kind of, we was bumping heads a lot. We was bumping heads really a lot. And I said, Lord, right before we did our renewal, that was, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, I say, Lord, I don't know if I can go any further because we were like bumping heads with the photography, trying to transition into the other business because I told him I'm tired of the photography. I don't want a husband doing photography. I'm I'm tired of the interactions, little things, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we all know what we're talking about. So mm -hmm. I um I, I told him I, I just say God, I'm tired of it. And what I what I did, I saw God when I shut up. I saw God moving. It was mm -hmm. before I had the surgery. He closed the studio down, and um, again we just went into another direction. What we're doing. And Ken's been been doing that with um, just. I, I told him, I say you're so smart. I say you you are you are over. What what did I tell you about with, with the new business? And I, well, you told me I was an overachiever. Yeah, <laughs> and I just watched God how Ken is just thrusting into this new the new business. And I said, Lord, you answer prayers. All you got to do is be um, steadfast. You know. Mm -hmm. With, with with your praying and stuff, because he will answer your prayers because when it gets so rough that the D word comes up mm -hmm. and it has come up, it it mm -hmm. it it came up to I was like, if he, I, Lord, I'm going to serve you forever, but I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can withstand this, yeah. but I seen God 
move him in the right directions so we can't bump heads mm -hmm. anymore. So yeah, I think I think um, I think two things to, to 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 answer your question for me, and I know I don't want to get too churchy because I know you, this platform is not churchy churchy, but I, I do think um, a lot of conflicts people have is because they're really in relationships that they really shouldn't have been in to begin with, and mm -hmm. it's unequally yoked. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so with her and I. Um, even though again, we're, we're adjusting and changing. Um, I know that this was the person that God intended for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so does that mean that it's going to be perfect every day? No. Um, as a matter of fact, that probably means you're going to have uh, a lot of challenges that you need to overcome. But at the end of the day, I, I, I have no doubt that this is the relationship that was intended for me. Now, that still means that there's going to be work, right? Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I think to go back to your earlier question, um, what do we what do we do? Like, how do how from a practical standpoint, what do we do in terms of our faith and and imploring our faith beliefs into the relationship? For me, I think I have to always remember that God is a God of love and grace. Right. Mm -hmm. And when I look at my relationship with him, I know that he loves me in spite of my mess and in spite of all of my problems, all of my issues, all of my shortcomings. And despite all of that, he's still there. He still covers. He still provides. He still loves me no matter what. Right. And so as a man, I know that my charge is to love my wife like Christ loves the church, right? <laughs> right? I have to love my wife like Christ loved the church. And so that means that um, I have to expect that she's going to do and say things that I'm not going to agree with. I have to expect mm -hmm. that she's going to fall mm -hmm. short because I do, right? As a mm -hmm. human, and even my relationship. Now, now... Are you going to put that faith to action? Are you going to go in and be patient and loving and kind Come and long sufferance and and tolerance? Right? We we, did, we talk did about you read, did you read First Corinthians chapter? Come on, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right, right. Like you know, we we say that stuff, but mm -hmm. like patience, tolerance, long suffering, mm -hmm. like those are things that we don't we don't want to embrace as part mm -hmm. of our faith. But that is part of our faith, and so that means that. You know what? Because um, <laughs> there's many times, like she said, she telling me, I go to her, I go to God, like, God, look here, man. I mean, listen, you got to get your daughter. Like, <laughs> this is your daughter. I, I don't, I can't do nothing else with her. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. You got to, you know what I'm saying? And then some, somewhere here, remind me, haven't I been patient with you? Come right. on. Haven't, Come on. Haven't I been kind to you? Right. Um, haven't, haven't you asked me to forgive you for a number of things and I did it and I'd be uh -huh. like, yeah, but I, <laughs> I don't want to forgive her this I'm okay. See, I, I don't I like that. You do that. I, ain't I don't anything. like that. <laughs> and I'm in a pause and all of that. And he was like, you just was fussing at me. I don't, How did I don't you like that? that. I don't like <laughs> She can. She can like go from 10. Like and, and then like an hour later, she come in. Hey, you want to go to the store? And I'm like, 
ain't going to the store with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then I got to go through this whole process of negotiating uh-huh. with God and detoxing. And then, uh-huh. but then, like it said, it's like, Patience, <laughs> kindness, long suffering. <laughs> Let me forgive you, and for the sake of us making it, mm-hmm. right? Let, you know, it, whether it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. let's just forgive and love and endure, mm-hmm. because that that's that's what that's what the relationship is all about. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your girl Yvonne with the Ordained Love Podcast. And if you've enjoyed this episode, The Evolution of Marriage with Ken and Dawn, I invite you to stay tuned for part two. We're going to release it on Thursday. You guys know the deal. So stay tuned for another amazing episode of The Ordained Love Podcast. Bye.